Listener Production. Please leave your message after the tone. Why am I jealous of my ex? I am so stressed all the time. How do I get into a routine? Is TikTok making me anxious? I think I'm being manipulated. Someone told me you could live with half a brain. This is Do You Fucking Mind? Mindset Hacks for a Badass Life. Hosted by me, Alexis Fernandez. Hello, my beautiful beans, and welcome to day 14 of my Being Better series. This is the last episode of the 14 mini episodes of this series. If you haven't yet listened to the other 13 episodes, you don't have to listen to them in order in order to get the most out of it. But I do recommend that you go back because there's some really, really great tips in there. I cover all things such as, you know, motivation, the importance of sleep, how to structure a goal, how to structure a habit, all those things. So if you're someone that uses the start of the year to really set yourself up for the year to make some goals, to do all of the above, then I do recommend you just go over the last 13 episodes to get you right in that headspace and right in the zone to start the year. So in this final mini episode, um, I wanted to cover one of my favorite kind of mini, I wouldn't really call it a challenge, but I guess you can call it a challenge because it is something that I get people to do for 30 days. But it is Basically something that you can do or a handful of things that you can do for 30 days, every single day for 30 days and see what happens for you. Now, the reason why I really wouldn't call it a challenge as such is because it's a lot of the things, well, there's not even a lot of things in it, but it's not really that difficult to do. These are all relatively basic things that you can incorporate in your day. And it's also something that I want you to ideally do for every day for 30 days. But even if you started doing it for most days, you would notice a difference. However, I would love it if you could do it for as many of the 30 days as possible, because you know when you, when you go all in, the results are obviously going to be a lot better than if you go 50% in. Now, I'm going to be going over four daily tasks for you to do over the next 30 days. And I mean, you can do it for the rest of your life, not just these 30 days. But what I want you to, the way I want you to approach these four tasks, there's two things to think about. Number one is I want you to aim to do these four tasks daily, but don't be hard on yourself if you miss a day. Just keep going. Don't think that you have to restart this one. This one is just all about general well-being. So you don't have to bring it right to the top. I understand that there are some challenges where you do have to start back at zero and there's, there is benefit in that for different reasons. But for the sake of this one, just keep going. I want you to try and look at it as try your best to maybe not have two days off in a row kind of thing, but just see how many of the days over the 30 days you can do. And really use this time to learn how to be patient with yourself. So if you miss a day, be like, yeah, okay, I understand that. I understand that, you know, on my quest for change, there's going to be some setbacks, some slip-ups. There's going to be things that come up that might not let me do all four things every single day. That stuff happens. But your aim here is to do as best you can when you can. Okay. And then the next thing that I want you to think about is accountability. Yes, I think it's great to involve a friend or a group of friends to stay motivated. Um, I've had people on, I've spoken about this challenge before, you know, a little 30 day, a little quest or whatever you want to call it before. And I've gotten people to do it on the Facebook group and they've, you know, 
bound together as a little group and done it. And that is so great. When you've got a community, it makes things so much easier. However, I want you to remember that the ultimate responsibility lies with you. So you want to look at accountability buddies as the icing on the cake. It's the people that are going to make the journey more fun, more enjoyable. You can talk about it with them. You can share in what you're doing with them. It keeps you your head in the game because it's a, a topic that you are discussing on a regular basis with people outside of yourself. But ultimately, it is your job to do it. You don't want to be looking at your partner saying, oh, well, I was going to, but then you didn't and so I didn't. That's when accountability buddies can actually end up being more detrimental than good. So you want to look at them as the icing on the cake. Use the Facebook group, use people you've never met before, use your partner, use your family, use whoever. But at the end of the day, when you start a commitment, you say, no matter what, I'm my accountability person. And if my partner and I promise to do this together and then they end up lying in bed or not doing it, I'm not going to get annoyed. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to hold animosity. We're all our own people going through our own journey at our own time. I'm not going to blame them. I'm just going to get up and do what I set out to do. No one's going to stand in my way and I'm not going to stand in someone else's way. Now let's go over the four daily tasks. So the first one is an awareness log, okay? At the end of every single day, buy a nice little notebook, okay? Start a fresh little book. Go to the news agency and buy a fresh book. Don't do this every day. Do this at the start. And then at the end of every day, I want you to write down any actions, interactions, inactions, things you didn't do that you wish you had done, thoughts and beliefs, any of the above, that you believe hindered your progress towards your goals. I don't want you to do it in a judgmental way. You are just paying attention. That's all you're doing, okay? This really increases your self-awareness and it identifies patterns in your own behavior. Sometimes just naming something is enough to elicit some level of change. Okay. It's like when people have like a, you know, a habit that they do and you wear an elastic band around your wrist and you just flick the band every time you do that thing. And it's just an awareness thing. And then you're like, oh, I've noticed I've started doing it less or counting every time you do a certain habit has been shown to just dramatically reduce the amount of times you do that habit just because you're like, oh, I'm aware. I'm aware I'm doing that thing. So that's what you're doing. You're writing down everything that you think, oh, yeah, when I went and said that, that's not really helping towards my future goals. When I went and did that thing, that doesn't really help. You're just writing it down. That's all you're doing. Then the second point is to rewrite and visualize. So after you've written these things down, spend a few, spend a few moments just you can either write it down or mentally revise how you would have preferred to act or respond in those situations. So this really helps create like a positive visualization for your own future. And it puts you like you, you really imagine what that same scenario could have looked like if it was different. You're rehearsing for the future. So for example, if you didn't stick up for yourself and you wish you had, and your goal is to be more assertive, instead of wasting time bashing your head thinking, oh, fuck, I, fucking, I didn't do it. And I said I was going to do it and I didn't, then you're going to close your eyes and think in an ideal world, I would have said this. Okay. And then you're just priming yourself for the next time you've got to stand up for yourself. You're like, I've already rehearsed this. I've done it in my mind. I can do it again. If it was, I wish I didn't have that vape when I said I wouldn't. So next time you're going to, so you're going to close your eyes and say, instead of reaching for that vape next time, I'm going to do 
something else, or I'm going to reward myself with a coffee or something else, you know, so you can replace it with a behavior that is a lot more, you know, that you feel a lot better about. And that's the beauty of rewriting and visualizing. You're helping your future self instead of sitting there feeling guilty, feeling annoyed, feeling angry. Because you have to remember that, you know, you're a product of, you know, all your habits and everything you've done leading up to this moment. It doesn't necessarily, you don't expect yourself to change overnight. So to be annoyed when you have a slip up isn't helping. So you just want to be like, all right, I acknowledge it. And this is what I would do in the future. And that mental rehearsal of what you would do in the future primes you for the next time that situation arises, you're more aware, you're not behaving subconsciously. Then the next time you're going to, the next thing you're going to do, number three is energy shifters. I want you to incorporate three moments of physical movement slash and music throughout the day to help shift your energy and to shift your mood, okay? So in the morning, I want you to start with some sort of movement to wake up to get your body and mind moving, get the blood pumping. You don't have to go to the gym and exercise. While I'm a huge advocate of that, that's not what I'm talking about. You can just get up, get hands on the ground, do a few downward dogs, you know, into some upward stretches. You can jump up and down. You can just like do some high knees or you can do a few big stretches or big deep breaths. It could just be like under a minute, okay? But you're getting, you're moving, right? Then throughout the day, I want you to identify two other slumps of energy throughout the day and use movement to re-energize. If you can couple music with that even better, music is for some people, I mean, a lot of people really do realize the benefit, but for a lot of people, it's a very underrated tool to change your mood almost in an instant. Songs, music, sounds influence our emotional states so intensely, use it. Okay. So if I'm ever going to record something and I'm like, I do not fucking have the energy and I need to bring the energy to my podcast because I like having energy, you know, that intensity when I do a podcast. So what do I do? I put my headphones on, I pick a song that's going to make me feel good, not one that's going to make me feel depressed or nostalgic. And I move up and down. I, I move, I even go to the kitchen, maybe like clean a little bit or anything, but I'm moving my body while listening. I get in the zone, bang, I sit down, transformed my mood. So use that around roughly, if possible, three times within the day. In the morning, definitely. And then pick two more times throughout the day where you can do that for yourself. Okay. And then the last one is a bedtime routine. I want you to establish for yourself a 30-minute pre-sleep routine where you eliminate visual stimulation. So no phones, no TVs. Um, and it includes, so, but you can read a book, you can listen to an audiobook, a podcast, whatever, but nothing that's really visually stimulating where there's soft light. And also where you can write down a list of things that you, you've got like a list of things that you've got on your mind that you can take out of your mind and put it onto paper. To me, that's one of the best ways to wind down because sometimes you'll overload your mind thinking about things. And sometimes a portion of that stress is, I better not forget, I better not forget this, I better not forget that. So you sit down and you write down, these are all the things, I'm going to take it out of my mind and onto paper. It is surprisingly such a good way to feel, oh, I don't feel the weight of that right now because I know that I can't do it right now. I'm also not going to forget it because I just wrote it down. It's right there on paper and I can see what's a priority for tomorrow. I could deal with this tomorrow. And it's a very good way of taking a stressor out of your head and putting it 
on paper, okay? So you're going to notice a whole bunch of changes over the next 30 days if you do that every day for 30 days. You're going to be a lot more self-aware. You're going to have a reduction in self-sabotaging behaviors because of this awareness. You're going to have enhanced visualization skills to help you respond better in the future when things happen that you want to respond differently to. You're going to increase your energy and you're going to have more bouts of positive moods throughout the day. You're going to feel more structured and intentional the way you approach your daily goals and your daily tasks. And you're going to have a better sleep quality and clarity when it comes to bedtime and falling asleep and staying asleep. So give those exercises a red hot go. If you want a more in-depth explanation of this whole pattern of events, then I recommend you listen to the episode that's linked in the show notes below. Go check that out. I break this 30-day challenge down much more in detail and I highly recommend that you do it. And if you are doing it, jump on the Facebook page and see if there's any other people doing it. So you can talk about it, you can discuss it, you can share ideas. That's what the group is for. It is to share ideas, concepts, how you interpret things about the podcast. That is what I want people doing. So definitely jump on there and find like-minded people that you can discuss this with. So start today, start tomorrow, buy that book, write things down, And um, yeah, expect to see a shift in your productivity and just your overall satisfaction in life after these 30 days. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this mini episode and the last 13 mini episodes for my Being Better series. I really enjoyed doing this for the start of the year to help you get in the zone because I always look at the start of the year as a really exciting time to make some changes for yourself. But also, if you find yourself in a slump in a few months' time, go over these 14 episodes again. They can be reapplied at any time of the year. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Love you so much. And I will see you here next week, I believe, uh, for the regular podcast episodes. Love you so much. As always, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to your brain. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke. Listener.